Welcome to the TuckCast with a splash of bourbon presented by Tuckasegee Fly Shop with locations in Bryson City and Silva, North Carolina. Be sure to follow the crew on Facebook at Tuckasegee Fly Shop, Instagram at Tuck Fly Shop, and the YouTube channel Tuckasegee Fly Shop for the latest information and instructional videos. Be sure to visit TuckFlyShop.com for all things fly fishing in Western North Carolina and beyond. Remember, the online store is always open. Today's episode is brought to you by Norvice. From their original 1970s prototype to their new legacy stainless steel vise, Norvice has been committed to one thing, efficiency. The company's long-standing slogan, tie better flies, faster, truly encompasses what the Norvice fly tying system does. The good folks at Norvice believe you deserve to tie your flies consistently and in less time because of the ease and benefits engineered into this outstanding tying system. For more information, visit www.norvice.com and check them out on YouTube to see how you can maximize your tying time by relying on functions and benefits of the tested and true Norvice. I'm Dale Collins, your host. Big Mess is out in the field today. We're here with Jack. Jack, Bobby, and our special guest, Tommy White. Say hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Tommy. (laughs) What's up, Tommy? Thanks for having me, guys. We also got Shannon uh, Bluetoothing in on the phone, so we're going to bring him in here real quick, too. So give us one second here, and we'll say hello to Shannon. Shannon, are you there? I am here. There he is. This is the first time using the phone, so this will be fun. It's a great test. Yeah. So, uh, Shannon is traveling on his big tour. So, uh, tell everybody where you're at and what you're doing. I'm actually, if you really want to know what I'm doing, I'm standing at the end of the reflection ponds here in DC, looking at these mallard ducks, just like feeding like crazy. Um, I don't see any trout rising there. Is that not just Um, the best casting pond in the world? (laughs) It is like the perfect one. And there's not many people here. So, as far as, maybe trying to catch someone on the back cast you're probably pretty clear today <laughs> cool well that's yeah. fun go try it should have yeah. taken a rod and try it i bet you'd uh, get ran off pretty quick <laughs> well you, you know you know on the flight here brayden says man i should have brought my fishing pole it breaks down into two pieces and yeah. uh he was he was serious um i'm like no that probably wouldn't work i don't know if we would have time to do that but he was dead serious about bringing his rod <laughs> and uh i think i disappointed him well there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So uh, we got a couple local happening. I don't think we mentioned this on the last podcast, so I'm going to mention it real fast. The, the store in Bryson City, we now have it open on Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 10 to 2, and then Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays, 9 to 5. So uh, is there anything else that's kind of opened up or anybody know? Tommy, you know anything that like people should know? Like, hey, this restaurant now lets you sit down? or I know – Creekside's now open. That's right. Yeah. See, that's a good one. New restaurant, downtown Silva. Yeah. Yes. Seafood. Are they just doing takeout or is it? No, they've, they've opened for so customers. You can do it. Have you seen that parking lot? I saw it the other night. I was like, man, if that's all fall. takeout. That ain't just the back patio. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Shannon ate there the other day, didn't you? Yeah, we had some uh, blackened tilapia sandwiches, some uh, cheese grits, a few other things there, and it was it was quite nice. It was really good. Uh, I was really impressed with it. So definitely highly recommend it. Nice to have something like that downtown Silva. Yeah. Another little, uh, you know, kind of little cap in the feather of our restaurant food scene that we have there locally. 
Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's good. Other big news: Blackjack's back. He had, he, back. Was, he was out for uh, getting his shoulder better. He's so. he's straight edge now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you still can't fish yet, right? Still can't fish. Yeah, got It'll be a while. Gotta he can, rehab it. He can write the CFS up on the board though. Yeah. Did you do that? You can get I your did. arm up that high. He, Slowly. He said, I'd like crawl it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like the itsy bitsy spider going up the wall today. Well, there you go. So we got him back on the podcast, which is cool. Got Shannon. We got Mr. Tommy White here from our Trout Unlimited chapter. He is the president. El, El Presidente. El, that's it. El Presidente here. By default. <laughs> <laughs> Your fault. No, no. It's not it's his fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. I don't know what you're talking about. No. So well, we appreciate you Perfect. coming on. I hey. think Tom, Tommy sounds like he's a little nervous. You just got to let loose, man. Take a deep breath. <sighs> <sighs> Nope, you don't have COVID. <laughs> hey, hey, Shannon, man, you'll be excited. I tied 12 flies today with the Norvice. And everyone he tied, he's like, man, this thing's awesome. I'm getting better with this thing. Yep. This thing's great. It, it certainly takes time. That That's the most important thing to that particular tying system. It's a paradigm shift if you've been tying on another vice. And I kind of feel like it's easier if you come into the tying game if you've not been on any other vice out there. Oh, yeah. But I still let that uh, uh, bobbin it sucked that thread in a couple times on me, man. That's that's the hardest thing to about it. But I overcame no, I, it. Good, good. And I think that's the key, as you mentioned, and for people out there that are listening that may be a little hesitant or intimidated by it, there's no need to be. Um, you know, sometimes those uh, challenges make us better in the long run, and I strongly feel like that's one that's just only going to make you better over time. And, I think you probably will tell that as far as like traditionally wrapping your thread, you're going to have less fatigue in your shoulder, uh, which will oh, allow yeah. you to tie more flies over time. And, and you don't think much about it until you're like, oh, geez, man, I just tied like maybe 14 where I might have had like eight ties. Is that how you mess you your go, shoulder up, Jack? Too much fly time? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Workers comp. <laughs> yeah. <playing Jack. laughs> he doesn't tie at the shop. I know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Yeah, no, you're totally right, Shannon. I, I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get get uh, get one here to uh, put it in the house. So, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, once we get back, I think you laid the gauntlet out about doing like the 30 day challenge. Uh, I've been asked today was day one. <laughs> I've been asked if we've got any footage of that, and I said nope. Uh, we've been fairly busy with trips uh, and stuff there that we would certainly get it. So, people have hit me up asking about it. So we got to yeah, we got to do it. Yeah, 30 day yeah, challenge. Well, cool. 30-day challenge. 30-day challenge. Good deal. Awesome, man. That's Maybe we'll great. have the 30 days by Christmas. That's it. <laughs> oh, no. Do they we'll have, have to be consecutive? Yeah. <laughs> I think we should get Tommy to join in on the 30-day challenge. Oh, yeah. You like That, that actually flies? would be, like, just, just raw. Because you never tied a fly before, have you? Never. Oh, perfect. yeah. You're perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all, sneak, y'all suck me into this. I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I, I would tell you, you remember last time we was here about all the squirrels? Yes. Oh, up in D.C.? <laughs> so, so I've seen black squirrels, and we've seen, like, one squirrel I thought was going to walk up to me. Uh, Alex just kind of gave me, like, the weird stare, like, dude, that squirrel's going to, like, freak you. <laughs> and then we've seen, like, a gray squirrel with a brown tail, like a blonde tail. I mean, it's it's a fly tire's dream up here. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 
you know, you can go in here and set out some of those little wooden boxes we used to build, you know, with a little trip, little trip stick in them, you know, you're like, yeah. you'd have all kinds of stuff. You reckon they'd notice that? Probably. I don't know. All the, tourists would, all the tourists would walk around and be like, what's that for? They oh, probably would I mean, Jack had somebody giving him the bird for torturing fish in Bryson City the other day, so I'm pretty sure somebody in D.C. would notice you trapping squirrels in the mall. This is true. They might. That they is might. federal land, too, and that's not allowed on the National Park. Right. So, yeah. yeah, Do you have a trapping permit for that? <laughs> well, you do get trapping permits for the well, people for National who are Forest. park trappers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your park yeah. service where you're at. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. It is park service. Yeah, man. So squirrels are abundant and they're readily active and being real friendly to people. So, yeah. Very cool. So, like, protect your nuts, so, like, there, Shannon. Turtle. What's that, bud? <laughs> you gotta protect your nuts. No, <laughs> let's grab twice. them. Well, well, let me just say this: we 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 ate we ate the almonds on the airplane, Jack. Yeah. We we ate the almonds on the airplane. They gave you almonds. I gave man, that's high dollar. That. That's not just they, peanuts. They, no, and then, then they gave us like those cookies too. You know, oh, like I those love those little cookies. Yeah. Did you get ginger ale or water? No, they gave us. Um, so as you walk onto the aircraft, um, they gave you hand sanitizer, and then obviously you got into your seat. You're you are spread out. At least our our flight was spread out. And uh, as you get to going, of course, and they start coming around with things. Everything they give to you is in a sealed bag. Um, so like, a I mean, somebody's water, had to have touched it. A bottled water, <laughs> another thing is sanitizer, uh, almonds, and then there's there's great cookies that everybody likes. So they give it to you in a sealed bag, and mm-hmm. um, so we noticed that change. We did notice that uh, also before anyone could board the aircraft, they came in and did a whole sanit- sanitizing process. They brought in a really really large crew, and that's kind of why we were a little bit late. Uh, leaving the tarmac because of them somebody doing sneezed that. on and, uh, road dc <laughs> gotta do it all again <laughs> standard protocol right now uh the atlanta airport was quite full of people where oh. reagan national was not it felt more like a ghost town yeah where atlanta felt normal and well, we got weather entered, coming in yeah and they entered phase two here today uh so uh, hill country barbecue is opening uh, taking seated customers until night you're going there aren't oh you? yeah you're going there we to are eat? so not 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 this evening but we are hey, we got a squirrel right here look hey, man dude he's like within three feet man alex got up move he's afraid of what's up what's up big boy dude, so he's on uh, the now. Look at him. He's stand your fly. ground alex no alex hung up behind me well, we got, like ready to jump. <laughs> we got Tommy here to tell us all about to you because he's the most educated. <laughs> no, the good thing is Dale's the previous president. Now we got the actual president. And Shannon was the pre- previous vice president, right? Yeah, I had to, I had to resign due to all the uh, the conflict with the Nantahala Gorge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open that. Inside joke. Words. Inside joke. But, uh, right. So basically, we just kind of want to jump in, let everybody know kind of what the chapter here does. So between the three of y'all, maybe myself, maybe Jack, we can all interject a little bit of, of stuff there. So Tommy, what do we do? What, what, what is the main focus of, of our local TU chapter? Okay, guys, I appreciate y'all having me. I am new to this. He's all professional. Yeah, man. You got got notes notes prepared. Well, I wrote wrote down our mission statement. For the record, this is the most professional I've ever seen. Tommy, (laughs) Like this is 
This is professionalism on display. I'm impressed. Well, continue. I, I used to have to pretend to be professional. Fake it to make it. Yeah, and I made it. So, <laughs> oh lord. So anyway, uh, uh, Trout Unlimited uh, mission statement is the preservation and conservation of cold water fisheries throughout Western North Carolina, and we uh, serve Jackson, Macon, and Swain counties in our Tuckasegee chapter here in Silva. Um, I'm real proud of our chapter. I got involved in it when I moved up here five years ago. It's a good bunch of guys that really just enjoy the, each other's camaraderie and telling fish lies and eating good food. And we invite anyone in the listening area that's in Silver on the first Tuesday of the month after this uh, COVID yeah. subsides. Uh, At T- some point. <laughs> yeah, TU stopped all our meetings back in March and we usually take a break in the summer anyway, but we hope to gear up again here in September. Um, but come out, you know, we're real big into, uh, cleaning up. Uh, yeah, we usually have what, three or four cleanups a -hmm. year, give or take. Yes. And we've picked up close to 10 tons of trash in like the last three years. Yeah. Three work days, about four hours each. So 12 hours, we picked up 10 tons, which, is mind-boggling. Is mind-boggling. Yeah. It's, and it's probably my pet peeve. Uh, I Moving up here five years ago from the Outer Banks uh, to you know one beautiful place to another, I, it disturbs me greatly how uh, people take uh, just – I mean, we, tra- almost, we almost got shot at over trash. Well, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, we did. I, I mean, it is serious. It's, yeah. It, it's serious. People take their trash serious up here, but, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it. And I am looking forward to getting back, uh, with the university here. Um, you know, I'd like to get some more of the college, uh, kids involved. We've, we've had them, you know, they come hit us up for a free meal every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They're welcome. But they come out and help pick up trash too. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they come oh, out in numbers. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Those strong backs. Yeah. <laughs> get those young people out there. Absolutely. <laughs> I said, if you're from the college, get down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> it was about a about what what a seventy five foot drop. Oh man, it's down there. Well, and uh, and and I would add to that, Tommy. If if anybody's up here fishing, you know, October, November, December, and you're you're here on that first Tuesday of the month, you're certainly welcome to come to the meetings. Please, so, oh, absolutely, y'all. yeah, come hang out, get a free meal, see what it's all about. So you know, if, and if they're interested in that, we we do have a Facebook page, and it's Tuckasegee Chapter Three Seventy Three of Trout Unlimited. And we meet the first Tuesday of each month at United Community Bank at 1640 Main Street, Silver, North Carolina. Uh, so please reach out, join us. Absolutely. And you can always come by the shop and say, hey, are y'all having a meeting? Yeah. We'll usually know kind of what's going on for the most part. Hey, and Tommy, spell Tuckasegee. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Shannon, that's actually, I'm glad you asked that question because there are three ways to spell Tuckasegee and our chapter spells it T-U-C-K-A-S-E-I-G-E-E. What's interesting about that (laughs) is that T-U National has us listed the other way. Like our name, like our fly shop's name with two E's. Two E's. Four four E's. That's right. Uh, E, Tuckasegee. Two E's, G, two E's. Y'all are spelled like the, the post office, Tuckasegee. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, the yeah. right the right but, way. But that's what I'm saying. So somehow it's been converted over to take a siege siege e, whereas so at some point when the got its charter, it was spelled Tuckasiege. Right, and I and I've asked about that a little bit, and I, I can't get a clear answer on. Yeah, you just got it. He just told you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just want to say a few more things about our chapter. Yeah, that, go for that it. That we're real proud of, and and Shannon's been instrumental in this is uh, trout in the classroom. Yeah, that's kind of a big. And if Shannon wanted to touch thing. on that for a minute, that would be great. Man, ah, great sure. job I, delegating, Tommy. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to delegate. That's what good people do. I've never seen anybody delegate an interview. Good, good quality people. <laughs> well, I think, I, think, I think if you watch uh, the press conference every day, you kind of see it. And that's quite entertaining. But uh, uh, oh, there's another squirrel. Um, there is squirrel! A ADD out there. <laughs> squirrel man. Uh, but uh, we really got to lay the groundwork back to uh, Larry Tucker and Craig Forrest for the Trout in the Classroom project for those folks that really got it started, you know, back earlier. And certainly having the, uh, you know, the one classroom at Cullowee Valley, but with the support of several people, and I mean a lot of people, members, people who are not members that have come to uh, fundraisers, volunteered time with egg pickups and delivery and setting up tanks in a school. You know, we certainly now have six trout in the classroom programs between Jackson and Swain County. And, you know, that's a pretty big growth in two years. And that's well, four years ago, we had one, do. you know, so that's not a uh, inexpensive undertaking to take when you set up a new school. When you set up a new school, you're looking at about $1,500 for chiller units, filtration system, paint, chemicals, things like that. Shannon, are you so safe means, right now? I hear the sirens. Oh, no, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> are, you, are you running from them? Or? No, man. Hey, no, are you trying man, to trap a squirrel? Out, no, I'm scouting out new water. We found some new water, actually. I'm not joking. We found new water. It's kind of like a place where you think like a shady CIA deal might go on or something. Oh, like you're that. over there by so, the river. So Jason, so Jason might like you know be here somewhere, and I might get to the chance to meet Jason Moore. Uh, but uh, but on a serious note, it, the thing about the Trout in the Classroom program that I found that I didn't expect going into it is the impact that we have on the students who are never exposed to any outdoor activity. They've never had a chance to go fishing. They've never had a chance to go hunting. They never had a chance maybe go on a hike. And you see them react to this program so positively. And it may pave the way for them to say, hey, look, I might want to be a biologist or a scientist or a wildlife officer. So other you know, added to the fact that you're educating these students on clean water, not only how it affects the trout, but really more importantly, how clean water is important to us as a society. Uh, if we can't have clean water for trout, we can't have clean water for us to drink and have other needs out there met. Make beer. And, <laughs> and so from that standpoint, this program really expands beyond trout. And I think the value is actually even greater than what we as chapter members 
really look at this program and just seeing that firsthand and actions out of the students, it really just goes, it carries so beyond the classroom environment. And we may never know the impact that we might have on one student that may change our life for the positive to where they might buckle down and study a little harder and they may go down that science path or whatever, you know, yeah. you know, four years down the road. That's right. So, so it's, a, it's a great program. Any of y'all can answer this. I'm going to pose the question, so I'm not going to be the one. That, for somebody listening to this right now that doesn't know what Trout in the Classroom exactly is like, from start to finish, what yeah. happens, how does it work, so they kind of know the system, you know, real brief, in like two minutes. Cool. What is what yeah. is kind of that? So Trout in the Classroom is where we we set up, or the school sets up a 55-gallon tank, and they create a, a habitat for the trout maintaining water temperatures between 50 and 55 degrees, maintaining the right chemical balances, and the NC Wildlife, along with our state chapter, Trout Unlimited, provide us eggs, which come from the sector hatchery. We deliver those eggs to the school usually in September, and they go through the various life cycles until we're able to release those trout, hopefully in the spring. And we had one school this year who actually had quite a bit of trout to release during it was unprecedented times, of course, but it was cool to see how many trout that actually had. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. They, that's their babies. That's their surrogates, as some yeah. of them call them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a great program for kids to kind of see how they start, how they finish up, the environment they need to live. So, how, Shannon, how Shannon what, age, what age group kids are normally participating in this? You know, Tommy, it really varies. Um, mostly we're seeing middle schoolers and up just due to the fact that water changes and some of the physical activity. But it can be done with elementary age kids. When I say elementary, it could be younger students in the school. And um, I can tell you that on some occasions, and Dale can kind of vouch for this too, uh, that at Fairview, some of those younger students have had chances to go by and see those tanks that are in the eighth grade classrooms out there. So they kind of feel like they're somewhat a part of it. And I think in the future, if they could have their way, they would like to have one like in each pod out there, which would spread it out across ages. But typically, it's usually middle school age and up through high school, just due to some of the physical activities of water changes uh, in those type things. Sure. So, obviously, the tanks and stuff get set up. And, I mean, I, I know how all this works, but I'm asking these questions so that the listeners know. How is everything funded like, where does the money come from to buy the aquarium, to buy the chiller, to all this stuff, so that people can learn how that's done and maybe even donate to that cause? Well, we have been fortunate in our chapter to have some great people help with some fundraisers, such as the Fly Fishing Film Tour that we've hosted locally for a couple of years, and then a few grants along the way um, there. And... Um, and then just people doing other stuff in the chapter, coming to the meetings and partaking in some raffle events as well. And that's one of the primary ways that we fund it. Um, it's a big financial investment from our chapter. And fortunately, we have board members and we have uh, members in the chapter who feel like it's worth every penny of it. But it is not cheap. And if there's any listener out there who wants to help with that particular program, we're always willing to take able bodies and get involved with it. It can be very rewarding, but you can 
get involved financially or also manpower or a combination of both. Yep. And Tommy might be able to maybe get a little, give you a little bit more detail on if you want to do some kind of financial contribution or something to the chapter. Uh, but we would welcome that. It's not cheap. The state's not paying for it. It's coming from us, the members of the Tuckasegee chapter and friends of the chapter that made this program happen and grow. And time of the and teachers, like, too. Yeah. Time of the teachers. There's a lot of back-end things that people don't understand that we could spend two shows on, but it, we it takes the administrators in the school and it takes the hard work of the teachers to make that program happen. So yeah, yeah where if somebody wanted to reach out and say, "Hey, I, I'd like to give ten bucks." Oh, what's the easiest way for them to do that, Tommy? They can get up with me uh, through our Facebook page, and I'll be glad to reach out to them. Yeah, you know, I really want to stress about. People move to a new area, you know, and this is an area where a lot of people are moving to, and they don't know how to get involved and volunteer, uh, or maybe they want to learn how to trout fish, and yeah. and and they're not sure where to start. And certainly, they you know they come into your store is a good place to begin, but you know they can come to our meeting, uh, friendly bunch of guys. You know everybody's going going to welcome you and uh, you know hopefully give you some some pointers. And you know if we have any retirees that are you know, retired school teachers or scientists or um, they want to get involved, I really invite you to, to reach out to us and, and, and join our club. It, mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's once a month. It's, it's all volunteer. We eat good. We usually have a great speaker. That's one thing we try and focus on is having a really good speaker. Uh, it, it's just a good good place of uh, camaraderie. Um, there, there's – it's one of the few places in the world in this time where there's not a lot of politics. Uh, we, we we talk about fly fishing. That's it, and so <laughs> it's a and that's a great way to social distance these days. Yeah, and it's a good way to like just if you if you moved here, you meet people that say, "Hey, I'll go fishing with you. I'll it show you where builds to go." Community. Yeah, yeah, and you can go out with a couple guys that know the area and go fishing with them and all that, and learn some stuff and learn where to go and where not to go. Absolutely. It's, so, it, it's, you know, I've been here five years and, and you look at me, I'm already president of the so, TU club. So <laughs> you, act, you act like you've only been in this area five years, but you went to college here, like back in like the forties, <laughs> right? Uh, the oh, 80s. Really? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. But my wife and I are both, uh, Western Carolina university graduates and our daughter is also, and her husband are both Western Carolina university graduates. And, uh, uh, being from the Outer Banks and raised my family out there, and about five years ago we um, we we moved up here, and we're, we don't regret it. It's uh, it's um, been very very rewarding. Yeah, and you live on the river. I live on the Tuckasegee. Yeah, I've I've pulled up to his house for a beer <laughs> <laughs> by boat. We've by done boat. that. That's right. We've done it. <laughs> yeah. We've done the pull up by, by the yeah. house. Tommy, do you live in a van down by the river? <laughs> uh, that might have been when I was in college, uh, Shannon. I, I've graduated to a, a log home on the river up here now. And so. Well, the chapter, just kind of quickly going back to that, it's, it's come a long ways since you've been up here. I mean, I I can remember when we went to a few meetings, and it, it was it – was, you know, just to be very blunt here, it was the old man's dinner and raffle club. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, that's all it was. There was no action. Um, 
now not to take away from any prior people. That, that's right. That's right. Um, but I think a lot of energy had been lost, and I certainly experienced that. As I think Shannon and I were in the leadership for a year or two longer than what TU recommends, and so I, I was just kind of getting burned out with with it all. And uh, so and and so we we kind of got I wouldn't say we got sleepy, but I think energy slowed off. We saw some of our numbers drop, and then you know Tommy willingly stepped up. So. Well, pretty, pretty stout competition there for the presidency. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ran unopposed, and then, then and then COVID hit. So yeah, we had. I think I begged you actually. To, yeah, you did. And <laughs> you you were like the forty second person we asked. Forty five. Just call, just call me forty five. <laughs> oh, oh man! But, I thought the movie. The, I thought the campaign movie was based off Tommy's presidency to run for TV. Yeah. Well, Fish more, fall down less is our motto. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we hope to bring it back with some, a lot of fun and and again uh, good guest speakers, and um, you know it 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 we want to make sure that that air, all the you know I'm sitting here at, at Tuck Fly Shop, but as the new president, I, I you know and I love these guys, Dale and Bobby and you and everybody have been very good to me up here, but. You know, there are other uh, services up here, and we yep. want to make sure that, that they can participate in, in our Trout Unlimited organization. And yep. um, so, you know, reach out to me if you have any questions, comments. We also, while, while I'm on it, is, um, you know, we've had a lot of sediment problems up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's what or, I want to talk like, to you about. Like construction runoff? Like construction runoff. Yeah. Let's just be blunt. Oh. We know where it's coming from. Oh, it's been awful. Yeah. Now, now, we've had rain like I've never seen before in my life up here. Yeah. Uh, but the the sediment, and I think uh, with as many eyes as we have out there, fishermen and some other organizations, uh, the water organization and a few more, uh, we've really tried to hold the, the you know, their feet to the fire. It's been difficult. It's been a challenge. Yeah. Uh, working with Diener and to to get any kind of well, there's just so many agencies involved that it's oh. it's always tough to and there are politics inside those agencies yeah. it shouldn't yeah. be political and they're over in Asheville and they have like one guy working yeah like nine counties or something western all of yeah. western North Carolina <laughs> yeah and um but yeah back to what Shannon was saying about clean water for the fish and clean water for us it's um that that has been a challenge up here uh. Trash and, and and sediment runoff have been have really uh, surprised me. So so this is something I actually don't know about the chapter. What's I know trout in the classroom was the focus for like the last two three years. What's kind of the next thing? Is it about sediment or is it going to be like I, we're always going to do cleanups and things like that? But <laughs> what's kind of been the talk of the next focus? Of, Besides having a meeting, yes. <laughs> Is there anything kind of in the works? I know, like trash cans on the tuck have been mentioned, and they have things like that. Uh, there, you know, we need we're working. You know, we have a good working relationship with the chamber and the town and and the county here, and um, down there on River Road on the DH section. Uh, you know, there, there some landowners or uh, have proposed some bathhouses and yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, people, you know, some of those like facilities, kind of yeah. a greenway also through there. I don't know. That's you know, Dale, you live down that way. That's the default well, and bypass. Of- I'm also on the Webster Planning Board now. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. He's been sworn in, and I'm on the Jackson yeah. County Planning Board. There you go. So maybe we so can. Tommy trumps you. It sounds like in a way. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Forty five. Forty five. <laughs> I'm the biggest. It's bigly. <laughs> we don't need any Kovafes. So uh, we, uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the Greenway's part of it. That's, we, we actually talked about that uh, the other day. Uh, it's kind of a long term vision yeah. along there. But I think the biggest thing for the Tucka CG on South River Road, um, not so much North River Road because it, that involves, um, a little bit less, uh, municipalities than the South River Road because of the Webster. Uh, I mean, it's it's an actual town. It's the town of Webster, um, ETJ. I mean, it gets into all kinds of crazy things here, but um, there are entities within Jackson County that advertise this stretch of water, and obviously it gets fished a lot, but we're not getting any help logistically on how to handle 100 people on a Saturday in April fishing yeah. that water. When you got cars and all that stuff. And, and, and bladders. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, and to, to to market ourselves, we are, and I think the legislature designated us as Jackson County as the trout capital. Is North, North Carolina trout capital. That's North right. Carolina trout capital. Yeah. So uh, you know, yes, there there's a lot of traffic on that road. Uh, it's a beautiful stretch of river, but when you're out there fishing and you got the dump trucks coming, to which uh, again, I'll stop with that new bridge built. Yeah, that, you know, then and it goes back to the sediment thing. There's been so much construction going on up here. I think that's going to slow down in the next six months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe the road traffic there will, will, will slow down a little bit. And it's, I mean, it's, it sounds like we're really bashing the tuck here. Let me be clear. We took um, last May, May a year ago, we took uh, researchers from Middle Tennessee State uh, down the Tuckasegee from the East Fork dam all the way down into i think they went all the way to barker's creek um and the water quality was really good yeah like surprising yeah to me given the sediment given the trash the water quality was in really good shape so um that's that's at the heart of things really it, good to well hear. the tuck flows i mean when they release those dams it it flows pretty good yeah and it it flushes out. That's right. Good. That's right. So, I mean, I don't want to get too carried away on but we have negative to things. That. That's right. That, that's the whole purpose. How of does it, how does sediment hurt though? Can you go into that? Oh boy. Oh boy. Did you practice that one? I didn't practice that one. So again, you know, being being fairly new up here and um, really just getting in, into fly fishing uh, again just five years ago, um, you know, it it from what I'm I've got learning. It infects the hatch and the insects, mm-hmm. and therefore it's a it's a, a chain reaction. That's right to to what the fish eat and 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 what eats the insects and all the way up the food chain. Yeah, it affects the birds if there's less fish. Oh. If they don't have a food source, then the birds don't have food. Well, the, the birds are eating fish for a mile. The eagles will be getting more cocos. Yeah, as yeah. Steve Cable said. Oh man, the otter yeah. the otters there are eating. You know. Everybody's eating fish. Hide your cats. Hide your dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, when the eagles start getting your cats, that's when you know the fishing's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh! Oh my goodness! Oh, I mean that you know even the amount of parking lots being built over in Cullowhee 
you know, is, is a problem. Yeah, because I mean, you're talking water, water temps. So, like, yeah. right, you know, this afternoon it rains an inch. A parking lot fills up, and that water runs off. It goes straight into the tuck. And that water, you know, what's, what's the surface temperature of a parking lot? Body? Oh, it could be 150 degrees easy. All right, so it gets cooled off by, let's say, 65-degree water hitting it as a raindrop. I mean, so it's maybe 85, 90 degrees going into the tuck. Yep. So that's a huge problem. And trout need a temperature right around 50 what is it shannon i think they're happy between 50 and 55 that's what we yeah. keep our tanks in the classroom that's what they recommended to set their hatchery that's right uh, i think we know that those those trout between 52 and 58 will put on a great aerial show when you into a good rainbow yeah. um, and they're healthy when you release them so that 50 degree temperature in in there was good uh, and i i think you hit the nail on the head all y'all is that the Tuckasees is a great river system. Uh, and in some ways, a monster has been created. But addressing issues one at a time, uh, such as sediment, construction practices, uh, traffic, uh, maybe some restroom facilities for the ladies out there, most importantly, will even take it up to a whole nother level. We know how many people are coming to this county to enjoy what we take for granted in some cases. Uh, but if we take that up to the next step, that water is going to provide so much more for everybody, more so than it is now. And we know what kind of impact that has on all of our lives and other businesses around us. And uh, I think those are the topics that Tommy's trying to hit on right there. With yeah. these, uh, you Absolutely. know, the, the latest thing. Uh, and, and I think we, we can't lose sight of that. Uh, and there are simple things that people can do, such as, you know, potentially writing letters to to uh, folks that are developers and other things like that. Some citizen science programs, sediment monitoring, things like that. Um, that that takes some manpower and volunteer time. And that's what the TU chapter is all about. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thanks for some, summarizing that for yeah, us, Shannon. No, that was good. That was good. What's, what's crazy is... I love how mad you get about <laughs> the set. Now, Tommy will call me or send me a Facebook message. I'm mad, I'm mad as you know what, and nobody can do anything about it. But I think the thing is is how preventable it is with the with the sedimentation from, from construction. Uh, absolutely. Talk a little bit about that and what the chapter is. Uh, you're, you're baiting me again. Dale's De- <laughs> De- 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 trying to get the rise. Yeah, De- 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 going up over here. <laughs> he's, he's throwing a dry, dry fly out there trying to get me to rise up and take the bait. <laughs> yeah, no, there there was just an um, astronomical lot of, of construction going on in the Cullowee area this past year. And I think some contractors uh, from out of the area uh, were not familiar with the uh, topography up here and how much rain we we basically live in a rainforest That's right. yeah absolutely and we we got it we, we got an unusual amount of rain and and but even so there there were sediment control measures that 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 certainly could have been uh handled better and or existed or, and you know not and and again not bashing anybody because our county does a, a phenomenal job uh, of trying to enforce this but some on some of these state properties the state has jurisdiction, right. and again we that go back. Muddies the water. Muddies the water. So There's again, just we too many people there. We we go we go back to you got one person in Asheville, and we have a rainstorm over here, and you know he's 
it's all he can do to get over here and see it. But yeah. it 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 was um, it was disturbing. Uh, but uh, all these projects are hopefully going. The ones we're talking about right now should be wrapped up here in the next month. Mm-hmm. And I we have seen we have seen them really do a better job. Yeah. Uh, and and that's from our efforts and and some other organizations and yeah. and the, and the county put some pressure. Flattening the curve. We are flattening the curve. We just hope we don't have a second phase of it. That's it. So uh, let's do a fishing report. Yeah. So uh, who wants to sing the jingle, Jack? <laughs> the fishing report. <laughs> CD keeps skipping. Good job. <laughs> so uh, fishing's been still pretty good. I mean, the overnight temps helped because we had that one hot spell a couple weeks Gosh, back. That was bad. But, they got uh, tough in the afternoon. Yeah, we finally got some 50s there for a good week or so, and we've had rain. We've had rain. Um, you know, ultimately, there, a lot of rain can warm the water, too, so, you know, you don't want too much of it, um, and as that water gets muddy, it, it, it can also heat up, uh, so, uh, you know, you're kind of watching that right now on the tuck. If you're, you know, Duke Energy gave us friendly waiting conditions uh, yesterday and this morning, so, um, you know, if you're out there on the tuck, you know, catch them quick, release them quick. Um, certainly, some some top water stuff happening, and the creeks they're they're real nice. Yeah, all the I mean, spring all day stuff long. is good. Especially Tommy's favorite up there. What was the name of it? Uh, yeah, what's your favorite creek? I I, I, I can't recall. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, it, it's it's good. I, I mean, you go to any of these creeks, just go ahead and start with a dry fly. Um, and you know, somebody can't remember who it was. Maybe it was a post that Jack put up on, um, social media about, uh, you know, if you're really wanting to work on your dry fly game, let's say maybe you're going out to Montana or going out West somewhere and you really need to hone in on your, your timing of a hook set. Now's a great time to practice that on our water. I mean, what, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Getting out on the small streams. Those fish are pretty active right now. So. It's a yeah. good time to, to hone. What would skills. you What would you start with? Oh man, I'd go with like a Royal Coachman or something like that. Oh, something yeah. easy for me to see. I go with yeah. that stimulator with those rubber legs. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little bit of crystal. Don't out. forget the crystal flash, Shannon. That stuff has been <laughs> awesome. When you tie up that next dozen for me. <laughs> what did you say about that crystal? <laughs> crystal flash? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. There you go. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, you know. Enjoy too. that monument. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Actually, we're looking right at it, man. Uh, so, uh, you know, but uh, it actually is quiet here and it cools. It feels like a good time to be outside with the fly rod. Well, so go. if I was home right now and I was somewhere, don't forget about the tuck is easy, even though delayed harvest is over. Yeah, it's been fishing good uh, still. In the evening times, I'm getting reports. I'm getting my messenger lit up with pictures yeah. of uh, fish taking top water out there. And sometimes good size, and sometimes good numbers, and sometimes a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that fishery is somewhat written off this time of year. But uh, with the cooler temperatures we've had and stuff, it's still fishing pretty decently. And it's a perfect place to practice for an upcoming trip out west to tuck a fly shop. Don't you think? Yeah. There you go. That's, That's right. It. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Tommy, anything to add up? Fishing report? I mean, you said you guys had a decent day of what a couple of days ago in the evening it was on the tuck it was on the tuck well, it was in the evening right yeah, a little it was over there by creasy bridge 
Creasy. <laughs> a little little south of uh, Cullowee. Just just out there anywhere on, on, on the public waters. On, on the 50 miles. That's good. Yeah. yeah. 50 uh, miles around. Nah, we, we were wet waiting. Uh, throwing dry flies, like you said, it's wide open. You're not, you're not going to get caught in trees or, you know. And they they were hitting top water. Um, yeah. You so, know. It is, man. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us today. Well, thank you. I, I know old. you didn't know what to expect from the podcast. So. I didn't. You yeah. did a great job getting Shannon to do half the interview for you. Yeah, that was awesome, man. <laughs> I, I told you I, I like to delegate. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Shannon, man, we there appreciate you, you uh, taking a little time yeah. out of the vacay there to, to talk with yeah, us, man. too. So yeah, thanks. man. Absolutely. Thanks for doing yeah. that. and. Um, yeah. I guess we'll let Dale, Dale just shuffle his papers. He's ready. He's ready to do the closeout. I'll, t- I'll take us home, boys. He's ready to Dale, take us home. Hey, Dale, we got a breath, man. <laughs> so, yeah, we did We did two takes. Bobby, uh, there was some button he had to push. I, I forgot think, to push the button. We had to start over. <laughs> I think the record button. But, uh, yeah, man, I had to, like, take a deep breath. I, it got me out of breath going here. So, <laughs> yeah, let me, let me get the lungs clear here. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Shannon, man, man, we appreciate it, buddy. Right, we'll talk to yeah, you man, later. I- See you guys later. Take See care, you soon, man. dog. Tight lines. All right, let's try to close this out. Let me get on the right thing here. I'm doing two machines here, which is awesome. Hey, don't forget tuckflyshop.com for online store. Shoot us an email, info at tuckflyshop, all that good stuff. Hey, special thank you to Norvice for making this episode possible. The good folks at Norvice believe that you deserve to expect consistency and efficiency out of your tying system. When tying on the Norvice, you'll quickly see the benefits of tying flies while physically spinning the vise. This is a remarkable feature that I strongly recommend watching on the Norvice YouTube channel. There are a lot of great rotary vices on the market, but the only Norvice has the spinning spinny thing that's on the hook. That's <laughs> phenomenal. I love it. It's hot. For this reason, it's been said that Norvice is the most innovative fly tying system on the market. Never again do you have to wind the slack thread onto your bobbin spool. The Norvice Auto Bobbin, which I'm falling in love with, does the work for you. For more information, visit www.nor-vice, that's V-I-S-E, by the way, .com, and check them out on YouTube and see how you can maximize your tying time by relying on the functions and benefits of the tested and true Norvice. Awesome, man. Well, guys, we appreciate everybody listening. And yeah. Dale, what's the last thing? You always say it to Marvin. Oh, tight lines, everybody. <laughs>